0: Just hours away now from a new music venue opening in Milwaukee. Bivarium is on the city's east side, and there's a free concert tonight to give people a sneak peek at the new club. Gary Witt, CEO of the PAFS Theater Group, and COO Matt Behringer join us live in the studio to tell us about tonight's concert and what's to come down the road. Thanks for joining us, guys. This is so exciting. and This is like pivotal time for you right now.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. We're very excited. You know, we uh we currently operate five other venues in the city and They're all various sizes, you know, ranging all larger than this, ranging from 1,000 up to 4,000. So the ability to be able to bring together a a 450 capacity venue with the absence of the back room, which we ran for a number of years, is really, uh, really a good feeling. And we really like the size and we really love the space.
0: So who's playing this free concert tonight? People hear free and they're like, ooh, (laughs) free and, and free music.
2: Well, we we have an artist, a local Milwaukee artist, named Wave Chappelle, along with some DJs from, uh, you know, various parts of the city. We are, are are not it's it's not open tonight because we had RSVPs go out, so it's free. But anybody who's got
1: tickets has them already. So
0: so you can't go and register the today. The people and that's that have their correct. Tickets.
1: Yeah, it's uh, yeah we had a, we had an open RSVP and we uh, it well exceeded the number that we could use, so we know that. Some of those people might or might not show up, and we've got a kind of a private friends and family event that'll happen in advance, especially to thank a lot of the workers who I think spent the majority of their life. Uh, you know, the people from Findorf and from TKWA who lived in that space uh, for a number of months and did just a wonderful job.
0: So take us inside Vivarium. Vivarium. What are we going to see? What are we going to feel when we walk in those doors?
1: I think you're going to find and see and feel something that's quite unusual for a club of that size. It's quite natural feeling in the room. Uh, There are eight skylights in the roof that shine directly up into the night sky. Love that. Um, Hmm. uh, Hence kind of the name vivarium. It's also filled with a lot of living things. So there are beautiful uh, plants and moss walls living throughout the space. I think the most important thing that you see in the space is that As Matt and I, you know, now doing this for over 20 years in Milwaukee and we don't do things in Alaska or Des Moines, we are a Milwaukee business and a Milwaukee and a Wisconsin company. I think a lot of the things that we were able to put together actually came from the state of Wisconsin or around the city. So the wood on the walls comes from a forest up in northern Wisconsin, the trees that are over 100 years old that were milled and farmed by a guy for us up north, Uh, the bathroom facilities which are... Amazing and outstanding for a club of that size. Well, that's interesting. Come from the Bradley Corporation in Menominee Falls. We're really pleased to be able to work with them. We've got furniture built by furniture uh, by a company in Door County, a guy in Door County that built furniture for us. So a lot of things in the space, are the lights uh, by a young guy who really has done a wonderful job in the space where he built uh, for our backstage area as well as for front of house. And then when you first walk in, you'll see these beautiful natural kind of like rusted out lights that are in the entryway. That's by a young guy who, who we've just started to work with now. It
0: sounds fantastic. You, you mentioned at the top the back room at Collectivo. That was so special. You, you saw a concert in a coffee shop. It was really different. I, I remember I went there to go see Five for Fighting back in 2016. It was such a neat mm. experience. It so remind people what happened to that spot to get us where we are here today with a new venue.
2: No, as an aside, Fight for Fighting also playing at Vivarium uh, later on in the spring. So <laughs> oh, I to good. Check I got that date. Yeah, okay. Let us know on that. Um, I, I mean, look, you know, the back room at Colectivo uh, started as something we thought was going to be a, a one-off show or two, uh, where we were going to be doing a couple of things a month, and uh, it really grew. Uh, as, as I think we. Uh, discovered uh, how potent uh, developmental venue in the city of Milwaukee like that could be for both local and touring artists, and um, you, you know the fact was was that it was it was time to move on to something else. Um, it is great to see something in a, in a space like uh, the back room of Colectivo that felt like a found space, and and that was a it ended up being a pretty iconic and legendary place for some shows over a short period of time, but. Um, you know, it was time to move into a, a truly permanent home in Vivarium for a great developmental venue here in Milwaukee.
1: Well, the fact that our two companies we have a great relationship, twenty plus year relationship with Coltivo, previously Altera and yes, the fact that we could start this thing up, you know, as a fully functioning business while they had a fully functioning business in front was incredibly impossible to think you could actually even do that, but we did it for so many years. But to Matt's point, I mean, you know, sooner or later, we had to grow this thing that we we realized, especially because we have this developmental ladder that grows from each building to each building. You know, we had, uh, you know, an artist named Mitsky that played the back room in 2018, I think the end of 2018 for 300 people sold out. And then coming out of the pandemic, we put the show on sale with mitsky at the Riverside. It sold right. out and we moved it up to the High Life Theater. So how things kind of grow uh, in those venues is really important. But also, I think what's really important for us, and it relates to the Minsky situation, is that small venues like like Vivarium, like the Cactus Club, like Shank Hall, like the Cooperage, you know, um, all those venues... Uh, They act as a place where people discover new artists. It's important to have places like that. But I think it's equally important for a city of Milwaukee as we're all in that battle to discover Milwaukee for people outside. It's also the place where artists discover Milwaukee the first time. So our goal is to make sure that people stop here in Milwaukee. We don't care about other cities around us. We only care about Milwaukee. We want them to come here explore and discover Milwaukee and then want to stay here as they develop in other venues. Are there any uh, potential challenges when it comes to the number of venues? You just rattled off a couple of of that same ilk. Then, of course, you guys have yours. You have FireServe. You hear Pottawatomie talking about building something. Uh, the Deer District is thinking about some of that. Is Could there be the challenge of having too many venues to have music or artists come and perform in?
2: Look, I, I don't think any of us can speak to what Is out there in the future you know uh, but the fact is is that uh, right now Milwaukee has a really vibrant live music scene I think that when we look at adding something like vivarium which is really again replacing uh, a piece that that we had um, I I think that all of these venues whether it's uh, you know the concert venues that the Pabst Theatre Group manages or things like the rave Chank right, right. the Cooperage, Ridge, um, you know, they all serve uh, different functions and different audiences. There's always going to be some level of overlap, but I think the goal, uh, at least in our world, is to provide something unique to the entertainment community and, uh, you know, serve a wide, diverse audience. Sure.
1: One of the beautiful things about Milwaukee that some other cities like maybe Madison don't have is the fact that we're 70 miles away from 9.9 million people also. So in addition to the 1.5 million people in the Milwaukee metro market, Chicago metro has 9.9 million people. On a regular basis at our Riverside shows, 25 to 30% of our buyers come from below the state line. So Milwaukee is an undiscovered city for many, and it's also uh, traffic-free. It's not as dense as Chicago is. It's certainly not as expensive you know, to park and and to go to restaurants, et cetera. So I think we're still in the discovery phase of people coming from the border and coming up here and enjoying Milwaukee, and that's a wonderful advantage of of the geography of where Milwaukee exists.
0: As long as we have you guys here, real quickly, because I know we're running out of time. But anything new for the other Paps Theater Group venues?
1: Well, we do have some things planned. You know, we we've really you know we took over uh, High Life Theater last year. We've been hard at work on that. We'll be able to talk about some things shortly and maybe show some images of it. But we've, uh, we're known in our industry for having a wonderful backstage experience for artists. The Riverside, we have a private chef, a sous chef, a pastry chef, and a barista for artists because life on the road, um, sucks. That's what it does. It's not good. It's not a good thing, right? You're on the road, you're on a bus. You basically have 90 minutes of your life that are exciting and the rest of it is tedious and you're fed bad lunch meat backstage or takeout food. So, We've, you know, Matt and I have been known for a long time that when artists come to our venues, they have a great experience. So as soon as we took over High Life, one of the first things we focused on was that was we built a beautiful dining room, which we'd love to invite you guys to come out and enjoy an experience sometime. And we were just finishing up with some of the licensing, uh, finishing up our kitchen at High Life as well. So the kitchen, and the dining room are really incredible things that encourage artists to want to come back again because life on the road is not exciting. It can be really tedious and boring, and the food is really bad. So we're Milwaukee. We have to work harder, try harder, and that backstage experience tells artists that we're intentionally trying harder. That, and we're also in the middle of making some changes in the seating that we'll be able to announce soon at High Life as well, because like all of our other venues, you'll find the Riverside, for example. On one night, we can do a band like Widespread Panic or My Morning Jacket, where we take out 600 seats in the front, and we put people in a standing room pit, and then at the same time, we have reserved in the other areas. We can offer both the kind of flexibility of that. Or the next night, it can be an all seated show with Harry Connick Jr. or Nora Jones or everyone sitting in red velvet right. seats with their hands clasped. And it doesn't smell like beer and bongs on that <laughs> night. I think bongs are legal. I'm not sure. yeah, I, I, I can't I, I can't really keep hilarious. track of it at, at the state level, but I believe bongs are legal. I've said that on TMJ. <laughs> oh,
0: man, that cracks me up. I, I will say you guys are definitely known for that backstage ex- experience. I talked to Adam Duritz of the Counting Crows. At went to this is uh, years ago now maybe like seven years ago or so and uh got to go backstage and and they they talked about that the food and just how welcoming it is so kudos to you for for doing that for a long time now and for continuing that as well
1: well uh you know we are in an industry that's dominated by massive uh monopoly conglomerates i mean we are an independent this is what we do and this is our focus we don't Again, have to think about other cities. We focus only on this. We have to find ways to stand out. We also have to find ways to be able to fight to bring artists to Milwaukee. We're doing over 800 shows a year in the six venues that we have. And we have a beautiful private event space called the uh, The Fitzgerald. Yeah, the Fitzgerald Mm -hmm. that we bought uh, and renovated last year that we really just love. And we have a a great private events manager, Ann Leonard, uh, who does a wonderful job managing those. And that place is really beautiful also.
0: Fantastic. Gary Witt and Matt Berenger from the PAMPS Theater Group. Thank you both for joining us at Midday Today.
1: Thank you, guys. We appreciate it very much. Thank you.